my my heart in my key tene hotaka welcome to the panel RNZ national on the program today Wellington moved back back down to alert level 1 from midnight tonight also mandatory QR code scanning in high risk areas about time or another layer of complexity for retail we discussed that Otago University weight loss devices slammed as creepy and bizarre on social media. It's been dubbed as the world's first dental device. The results have been touted as a success, but slammed on Twitter and not the answer to obesity. Now, Anna Rafiti Connell has written a piece in the spin-off and joins us on that issue. The big five banks closed 84 branches and 249 ATMs in a year. A report shows we have banking expert Claire Matthews who did a study some years back on small-town banking. Claire is with us. And the issue of playground equality or inequality. A local democracy writer asks, ever wondered why some parts of Tamaki Makaurau have nicer community facilities, look cleaner and have more playgrounds than others? You're not alone. Former Manarewa local board chair Angela Dalton with us on that issue. Our money headed today, Julia Hartley-Moore, private investigator and director of Arbeth & Co. Julia, welcome to the programme as always. Thank you, Wallace. Lovely Lo- to be here. Lovely to have you on. And in frosty, snowy Wellington, hopefully nice and warm in the studio, David Cormack, managing partner at the Draper Cormack Group and a former communications manager uh, for the Green Party. Is the heater on, David? I, I have a lot of natural um, internal heating anyway, right. so I'm actually pretty good. Thank okay. you for your concern, though. I'm, I, good to hear. All right, speaking of weather now, powerful waves, strong winds and snow have affected much of the country as a blast of Antarctica rolls over Aotearoa. Met Service issued a warning for large swells on the capital's south coast for 41 hours from 6am on Tuesday to 11pm Wednesday. More than 20 flights in and out of Wellington have been cancelled and inter-islander sailings for Tuesday have also been cancelled. Wednesday cancellations are likely. And Caitlin Cherry is on the south coast and is with us now. Caitlin, kia ora. Kia ora. I'm sacrificing myself here for you. Not at this very <laughs> moment, but I'm just going to step outside. I don't know if you should be able to hear me yep. because it's really loud and Really cold. Oh, we, I can feel that. You can feel cold. it. I can feel so that. I'm rushing back chill. inside because it, it's um, an unsafe work environment. Yeah. And what I can tell you is that while things are bad now, they are only going to get worse. So there's a really big concern about a sort of second wave of the storm that's hitting about 9 p.m. tonight, mm. and that will potentially be as bad as the 2013 Matariki storm. That is the one that destroyed the island by seawall and caused a huge amount of damage to properties along Ofero Bay and Island Bay. So uh, basically enough debris and the swells cross the road and smash into houses. Yeah, even now I've been seeing some of the uh, videos of those swells and they're looking pretty, uh, pretty big already. What are the driving conditions like now? The driving conditions are very grim. So people have been asked to stay away from the south coast. Um, there have been reports from local Facebook pages of people coming to sightsee and one person also tried to have a swim at Island Bay. Um, Very Mm. foolish, like the kayakers this morning. Um, So all the roads in the city around that area are open. I expect they will probably close tonight because, I mean, the waves are massive now and they're only going to get bigger. Then we take a hill road, had snow today, but it is still open. Um, and there's quite a few North Island roads closed, actually. Uh, State Highway 2 between Gisborne and Wairoa, and there's no detour available. The desert road's closed. Takaka Hill's got ice in the South Island. State Highway 6 in Murchison is also closed. I'm not even going to list the ones in Canterbury and South London yeah. <laughs> and Central Otago. There's just 
Too well, many I'll, I'll get the listeners also to keep us with updates as well. You can text us 2101 or you can email the panel at rnz.co.nz and keep uh, us up to date as well with photos, uh, if, if you like, as well. But David, you're in uh, Wellington as well. I mean, have you been feeling feeling this? The um, hail at like 2am this morning was unreal. I've never heard anything like it. Yeah. And it woke me and my wife up, but my two-year-old just slept straight through it oh, but wow. then woke up and it was still out on the deck this morning and was very upset she couldn't build a snowman so <laughs> thanks frozen for setting unrealistic expectations <laughs> <laughs> what's yeah. the, what's the temperature right now oh okay well it was actually weirdly cold it's about four degrees now but at midday it was only three degrees oh. and you know that one that really hurts your face and i have to yeah. say i've actually been to antarctica where it was under minus zero Still colder than that, and the reason is just that damp, freezing wind. Yeah, seeps into your bones, not like the dry Antarctic. That's cold. exactly right. It's so different from a dry, co- a dry. Right. Really, yeah. really different. And in the pain, like I'm actually like got all the heaters on and a hot water bottle on my lap, and I'm still freezing because I'm sitting in the path of the southerly. Um, the locals here have actually um, been warned to have a go bag ready and be ready to leave. At a moment's notice, um, because things might get really bad tonight. So, got a, got a couple um, of messages so too, Caitlin. Sorry yeah. to interrupt you. I just got a couple of messages as well. In terms of the cold you're experiencing and actually how to equip yourself at home, um, some of the some of the uh, uh, some of the uh, heat pumps aren't working because it is too cold. Yeah, it's pretty. Good. It's yeah. pretty bad, but luckily it's not going to last too long. I mean, this, these ones are going to last until 11 p.m. tomorrow, so it's going to be bad for a while. But then things are meant to settle. All right, Caitlin Cherry there out on the south coast. Now, stay warm, Caitlin. Don't stay out there too long. Uh, good to have you uh, uh, on, the, on the show. Now, uh, it is time for I being thinking. And by the way, just before that, we got a lot of feedback uh, yesterday regarding um, plastic packaging, where these new plastic packaging rules, the likes of uh, those little uh, stickers on fruit uh, and some PVC plastic trays, that sort of thing, are going to be phased out not too far away. So I'll bring in a bit of a... Uh, feedback about that uh, after the I've Been Thinking. Uh, Julia Hartley-Moore, would you like to start? Well, look, what I, I haven't been thinking that much, but the thing is, what was good, which I wanted to mention, was I had my COVID jab a couple of weeks ago, and I just wanted to say thank you to all the people at Highbrook at the vaccination centre. I mean, they were just, it was so well run, from the guy who told you where to go, to the girl that told you to stay in your car. To the people that ushered you through, that registered you, that jabbed you, that looked after you, it was so well done. Um, and I was fine. Yes, how did it go? How did the process go for oh, you? Oh, no, good. I mean, my arm was a bit sore, but, you, you know, it's a bit like the flu jab, it's the same thing. However, there was a question I wanted to ask, and I hope a doctor can answer it, because I keep hearing younger people say that when they have the jab, or people that have, you know, have had the jab that's younger, um, they get symptoms, you know, side effects um, even with the first one and certainly with the second one well, and then they say, but my parents at 80 didn't have any side effects and I'm thinking, is that because the older people's immune system is not so good so are um, side effects good to have? Like, it's a good sign. Right, OK. I, I do know in your vaccination you're expected to have a sort of, even a bit of a sort of a, a bit of a, a local sore yeah, or maybe yeah, slight fluey for a wee while. Yeah. It's not uncommon, is it? Yeah. Uh, no, that, that apparently t- that's it. But I didn't, I just got a, I wasn't tired or anything. And I thought, oh, my mm. God, maybe my immune system's not good. Did okay. you become magnetic? Oh, look, I, I've been magnetic all my life. <laughs> 
<laughs> what can I say? That's why you're not in the room with me. There you go, David. <laughs> That's one for you. Uh, all right, Julia Hartley-Moore, kia ora for that. So you had a very good experience. Uh, David Cormack, I've been thinking. So mine's in a similar vein, though. I didn't get a jab. Um, I was in Wellington Airport when old mate from Sydney, uh, oh. with the COVID was there last week, and so I got told to monitor my symptoms. And so I monitored them, and then I got a sore throat, and I thought, <gasps> oh, I should definitely go and get a test. Uh, and I know a lot of people have been quite hesitant to get a test because it's quite an awful thought to them shoving a swab right down the back of your nose. Up and, into your brain. Yeah, and so I was I was in my car a wee while waiting for uh, them to do it and it built the tension up and I was quite <laughs> apprehensive. And I asked if I could video it and they were super lovely and super friendly. Um, so shout out to Antonia from the Taranaki Street uh, testing centre, you are ace. But anyway, the description is um, really evocative, but, um, but Amelia told me I was allowed to say it. Uh, and the way I describe it is it's like if you're pulling a bit of snot out of your nose and it's attached to your nose and you pull and then it just kind of <laughs> releases and pops out, that's kind of what it felt like. And so it wasn't actually like an awful sensation at all. In yeah. a way, it was kind of satisfying. And so I took this video and I put it all over the social medias because I figured that if I can show people that it's okay and that it's not too worrying, then perhaps other people might go and get tested if they need it. Now, I will say the one caveat is that I have a massive nose and so I don't know if okay. that gives me an un- fair advantage when I it think, comes to these things. Do you things. know what? I think it probably does. I mean, I had it too. I, I was tested because I was out when there was people that had um, been to Bunnings uh, a while ago and mm. I was in that same there the same time. And like you, I was a bit apprehensive, but I was quite surprised because when they shoved it up my nose and it wasn't, it was it was okay. Look, you'd do it again, but I just thought how lucky we are, they only do it up one nostril, you know, not okay. both. Yes. She did yeah. say to me that if one was blocked, that they'd have to have a whirl up the second one. And oh, I, okay. And I was oh. like, well, that's stink. But fortunately, <laughs> didn't have to. Yeah. Um, positive experiences all around. Yes. So yes, that's definitely. an endorsement perhaps yep. for others to, uh, oh, David, uh, not delay. And uh, if you have the some symptoms, uh, don't delay in getting a test. No. Um, Absolutely not. It's not. It's not bad enough that you shouldn't do it. It's. It's really nothing in the scheme of things. To be fair, Ben says it's eight degrees here in my workshop in Kirikiri. Another one here. The desert road is open. So, what are you uh, feeling and hearing, seeing uh, regarding weather around the country? You can text us here two one zero one. Just a couple of a uh, couple of um, uh, bits of email here uh, from yesterday, and this is regarding packaging. Uh, and the, 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 the types of packaging that really, really annoyed you. We've got a good response. Wallace, kia ora. I bought a multi-pack of socks the other day. By the time I'd removed the silly plastic ties holding the socks together to separate them so I could wear them, I had holes in one pair. I threw them away and cursed the packages, says Matthew. Desiree says, what about biscuits? Biscuits used to come in one layer of cellophane. Now you've got a plastic tray to separate the biscuits. Why? As well as cellophane around it all. Not only that, but with this extra packaging, you get fewer biscuits in a pack and it's more expensive. (laughs) What do you reckon, Julia? 
Oh, look, I haven't bought... I love sweet things, and I haven't bought biscuits for I can't tell you how long it's been, so I... But I've seen them at the grocery store. I keep looking at them. And, yes, I see them in their little dividers and they're all wrapped up. But, I, do you know, it, you, those things that are packed like that, they're so hard to find the place where you can actually open them to yes. get to them. Well, that's that's what the issue was about as well yesterday. Right. Uh, trying to... Um, types of packaging where it's hard to get into or really yeah. hard to... Um, Ridiculous, yeah. some of the stuff. It's Yeah. Mm. David? I don't have strong feelings about no. about plastics. I, I we have very little in our house. Um, it's not really a conscious decision. I'm not a big fan of the individualization of climate change responsibility when it's actually a whole lot of big companies that are responsible for seventy percent of emissions. And so, yeah, I mean, cool. What do you mean a license to do nothing? No, I'm just saying that we need to hold these larger corporates more responsible than trying to get each little individual to do their part because the sum total of us doing our part is actually really minute, whereas if we held these corporates to account, the sum total would be a lot bigger. But is it, if every one of us uh, curbed our emissions by buying less plastic, David, maybe taking, I don't know, public transport... Don't instead eating of meat. Not, not eating, eating meat, meat, that type of thing, uh, that would go a huge way to curbing our emissions nationwide, Not a huge it? way. Like, every little bit helps, oh, absolutely. But the way in which we actually make a significant difference is if we... There's 100 companies that are responsible mm. for 72% of emissions. Let's stop subsidising fossil fuel, fuel exploration. That would make a much larger difference. What are the companies? Like Exxon Mobil, um, Petrobras, the, the, the big, the big um, fossil fuel exploration companies. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, of course, I... oil goes into plastic, so that's yeah. kind of part of it. Yeah, yeah, no, sure. Uh, oh. Tinako Wallace says, Joanna, glad you were discussing plastic packaging. I find it helpful to only buy products and containers that you can refill at shops like Bin In, where you can reuse your golden syrup and treacle tins. Or else we have a green organic cooperative in Nelson uh, where you can refill your dish liquid, shampoo, conditioner, house cleaning product with product and tubes like toothpaste and moisturiser, cut off the end and down one side to access the last of the paste. Oh, I, look, I don't do that with toothpaste, but obvious, but I do it with some of my lovely creams and... Yes. Oh, yeah, I don't waste. I don't waste. I see these fingernails are here for something. Yeah, get... yeah, yeah. Open it right yeah. out there. Takeaways, wash plastic container and take it back next time for a refill. And it keeps spare steel cutlery set in car glove box or bike bag for takeaways. It is interesting, though, David, how um, plastic has infiltrated. I mean, peanut slabs, for example, right? Big fan. I'm old enough to remember when a peanut slab didn't come in a single-use plastic but came in a brown paper bag. Oh, when you bought one at the dairy? Yeah. Oh, yes, I used to buy a marshmallow thing, pink and white marshmallows, and they came, they popped them in a little plastic, a paper bag. Absolutely. Everything came in paper bags. Absolutely. Your lollies, yeah. all your lollies came that's in paper right, bags. That's right, that's right, all of oh, that. Oh, uh, lolly now. East Tamaki COVID Vaccination Centre is exemplary, says Claire and Orake, uh, a most efficient and pleasant experience. My thanks to the whole team who make it in easy process. You're on the panel, Julia Hartley-Moore, David Cormack with me this afternoon. Stay with us. Right here, the panel. <laughs>